Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Well, hello and welcome to today. Today is Wednesday, Arts in Health Wednesday. I'm so glad you could join me. I've got quite a bit to get through today. There's lots of things happening um, before the end of the month, tomorrow and um, the, 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 the last few days. I'm going to also be talking about some of the things that I'm working on at the moment and also give you some, um, what else, art journal tips. This is the third series of the, third series, it's the kind of like, it's split up into five weeks, um, seven tips, six to seven tips in each and I've been doing it over the months. Um, So, that if you're into art journaling, if you've been using your art journal, has we've been going through the podcast episodes because certain 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 ones of them that's not proper English, is it? Um, so with the creating faith that calls for you to do some work in your art journal, um, and I think you should be doing that every day. You should be doing some sort of activity on your art journal and see it as I I don't see the art journal as well that means I've got to be into art journal I don't even know why I'm talking like that yeah well you've got to be into art journaling um and all the bits that come with it you don't you I use it as a something to put my ideas in I now use my art journal as a place that I journal and I do art I never used to before. I used to just have a journal that was just separate and now I combine the two. It's taken me a while to kind of get to this point, but there's a lot of freedom in it and you can then also express yourself in more than one way. So I can play, lay down colour, lay down images and then I can go in and write on a page and if something that I've created before on that page is speaking to me, that might come out as well, or might even be the solution or an answer to an issue that I'm thinking about. So I think it's, I look at it as it's all connected and it all will make sense, but you don't necessarily know it when you're in it. You just have to go with the flow and the process and listen to how you feel, listen to your feelings, listen to what a situation is bringing up for you. Sometimes it's something that is a fragment or a memory from the past that you've actually dealt with, but sometimes the remnants remain. And whilst that particular situation isn't going to affect us as it did back then, Sometimes it's, it is just like a shadow of a memory and you might get a slight reaction, but you know what to do in terms of like reminding yourself that, okay, no, I've worked through that. Um, you might even want to write about it. You, it might be something that you've done that has stirred up a memory or, or a thought that stirred up a memory. I find, um, I was listening to 
one of my son's compositions today and it and it was just it was an instrumental but it took me back to where um my mum used to live so there was the house the house that we grew up in and then when uh, as she's living with dementia has it began to take a toll on her walking and ability to you know get up the stairs we had I had to find a adapted flat and this adapted flat was in the heart of Camden and it's really busy round there it stirs up again you know it's like very touristy it's got the Regent's Park close by and I used to take mum there for walks and um, in the wheelchair or just you know we'd just walk around Camden um, at the weekend and uh, just to really you know get her out and about and and just you know often there was um, like street performers there and we just kind of hang and it was just like really cool but this particular song just stirred up that exact feeling of being there and the sun was shining um, that particular day that's kind of was brought to mind and so things can uh, be stirred up in your emotions and sometimes it's negative things and you have to really kind of look at how you deal with that and have the tools in your kit and I find that the art journal is one of those tools and so I will be um, going through the tips with you first what should I do first let's do the news first because that's um, there's lots of things happening over the next few days that depend on where you are in the world a lot of these are in the UK so but it's if you go on their websites, I'll, I will leave links in the show notes. But um, and also I post to my Arts in Health network and you can see the links in the description as well. But I wanted just to I hadn't covered these particular um, at events on the Arts and Health Network and I've just noticed that yeah there's a couple that's like you know one's like in a couple of days so there's um which one the Royal Society of Medicine they've got a Evelyn at, it's entitled what is health perspectives from contemporary art and medicine so it's the Royal Society of Medicine and Reforming Anatomy and the RSM Students Committee will bring an inspiring and thought-provoking Evelyn to the RSM. The event will explore conceptions of mental health in contemporary art and medicine through lectures, lively interdisciplinary de debates and a performance from the Corali Dance Company. So... As I say, I will leave the link to that. And that is on the 28th of November. So that's something something that um, might interest you and is, is worthwhile taking a look at. What is health? And next, what do we have here? Um, I think you might be able to hear my son in the background. He's, he's doing some composing next door there. I keep telling him that his, his music is very 
it's it makes you reflect it's it's very calming it's very peaceful okay so the next thing that we can see here is navigating the changing educational landscape for creative organizations and this has been put on by arts work and that's on the 29th of november and this is a new course for individuals and organizations looking to update their understanding of safeguarding legislation and best practice specifically when working with adults at risk in the creative and cultural heritage sectors and explore what is meant by the term adult at risk in the context of your work and developing approaches for recognizing and responding to the different types of abuse associated with adults at risk. Now, I think it's really important that as artists in our practice, especially if you're looking to work with individuals across the board that you make sure that you have in place as many, you know, um, as many, not hints and tips, but you keep yourself informed about what is happening in the arts and health sector, in the health sector, and ways in which you can add to your practice. The thing about, you know, working outside of say art therapy and as therapeutic artists or artists with a therapeutic practice then it's it's in your interest to have as much training around subjects like that that will only add to your practice there's um a a, a great one event <laughs> it's um art for minds and it's on the 30th of November and it's called Permission to Play. Art for Minds hosts a collective care workshop featuring a series of guided exercises which will use visual art, movement, creative writing and a group of group exploration as a means to connect with one another and to reconnect with the power of play. Art for Minds offer, offers a safe space to share collective knowledge around how to bring this power back to our everyday lives. Now, I used to run art workshops for the elderly living with dementia. And for a lot of them, they hadn't done, you know, been creative or they haven't taken part in a creative activity. And a lot of them were told, you know, maybe at the time when they were younger that, you know, well, you can't do art or whatever, because that's what a lot of them will say. And I would say, no, where, you know, with you don't have to be this, what you expect in your mind to be this, you know, fantastic artist. You've just got to allow yourself to play. You've got to give yourself permission to be creative because we're all creative and we all use the tools and supplies in different ways. I mean, there is the learning how to use the supply, learning how to, you know, use say the particular materials, like it could be watercolor, it could be whatever the supply is, oils or sculpture. I'm <laughs> looking around my studio and say, okay, wood. Um, I use a whole, like, I do mixed media, so I use a whole different array of materials and I've learned how to use each one of them and then utilised it in my own way and used it in the way that 
feels good for me. So they're the three that I thought I would mention. I'm going to place any others um, that are coming up and also there's a couple that are there for next year. There's there's quite a few things happening before the end of the year. And, oh, look at this one. I will mention this one. This one's on the 17th of December. And it's going to be in Derby. 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 And it's, it's entitled Dementia and Imagination. Art as Inspiration. Artists as researchers and it's on the 17th of December and they invite you to attend a seminar in their series of art-based and creative approaches to dementia care. Dr Clive Parkinson, Director of Arts for Health at Manchester Metropolitan University, will share some of the methodology and findings from the Dementia and Imagination Research Report. Now that sounds really interesting and we'll discuss the place of artists at the heart of the process in terms of being facilitators and researchers in their own right. His presentation will draw on the Project Handbook, Dementia and Imagination Research, Information Approaches to Visual Art Interventions and will be an exploration of human assets and potential. Now this sounds really good. So I'm going to be leaving all of the links there. There's so much that I would have said, you know, to that even as um, working with people living with dementia, there is so much freedom that then comes because after they've got over the initial, yeah, well, you know, um, I never used to be good at art or art for, you know, children or they would just allow themselves to relax. And it was a great way to relax, get them to talk, reminisce. We did a bit of creative reminiscence, worked on themes. And it was, it was a really fulfilling time. I think they really got a lot out of it. And that wasn't a project that was just like, you know, 12 week session, but it went on in the Dementia Daycare Centre for th nearly three and a half years. And, you know, obviously we rotated the individuals that came. I, I could only, you know, work with six at a time. But over the three and a half years, everybody got to, to come. There were some who, you know, really didn't want to go um, or didn't want to take part. And for those people, they were quite willing to just sit and encourage somebody else. So whilst they never actually picked up a pen or whatever, they would be saying, oh, you know, um, Cynthia, why don't you use that colour? That's a really nice colour. And I would also do an exhibition of the work that they did. So others, again, who didn't even want to come into the space, they actually were in the space when they, you know, at other times and they could see the art. So as I say, it's definitely important that as artists, we make sure that we give ourselves as much, um, as broader information about what's happening in the realm of the arts and health and the impact that it has on our health and well-being and the things that you might need to incorporate into your own practice so that you can measure certain things or you know use a questionnaire or if with like social prescribing like people are now being able to um, by their doctor or GP to be recommended that they take part in different creative activities so if you're getting on board with that then they may be some 
criteria that you'll have to meet and things that you'll, you need to put in place. So where you can go to these events and listen to what's happening in other organisations or, or has been developed, then I do recommend that you do. Okay, so that's that's going to be really great. As I say, if you can get yourself um, linked to any of those events. If you're not in London or England, then contact them anyway, because I think a lot more people are doing like live stream or making the information available on video format. So it's definitely worthwhile checking there. So the next thing I wanted to share with you is a couple of things that I'm getting involved with or involved with. I'm part of the Artist Studio Tours Barbados and you can check us out. And again, I'll leave the link at www.artiststudiotoursbarbados.com and there's over 30 artists, a combination of painters, photographers, sculptors, jewellery makers, textiles, mixed media, art and textiles, newspaper craft. Um, and it's a self-directed tour, so you'll get a brochure or you'll see the links online. We've got a really lovely website and it lists all the artists that are on the tour with their studios. Some artists are doubling up with others where you know they don't have a big enough space, but so it's going to be really great for you to go and see. They when I looked at the list of artists, we're all kind of like if you started at one side of Barbados, see, we're not spread all over Barbados, we're kind of like on the is it the west coast? I'm thinking, I think it's the West Coast, or is it the South Coast? <laughs> I still have to get my, <laughs> I still have to get my, um, I think it's the West Coast. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, we're all kind of like, it's like a kind of uh, a loop. Um, and so if you start at one end, you can go and visit all the, the, you start out at one end and then finish at the other end it's over two days and it's on february the 15th and the 16th and then again on march the 14th and the 15th and it's 11 a.m to 5 p.m so if you you can make a day of it you can make a weekend of it and just be immersed in art and creativity and learning from some of the artists see their work get to talk to them get to find out what inspires them and um and have a really wonderful time in the process i think it's really great i mean i've i've been editing some videos for the tour and you will if you go onto our facebook page you'll see some of the videos um done there and even just editing the videos it's really great for me to kind of get a better understanding of the artist and I've been condensing it into in a minute what can I share about that artist and so it's been really informative to me to um, do that and um, yeah so I'm trying to I'm not I was gonna say I'm trying to finish off work and tidy up my studio um, 
My, I'm in the midst of preparing for another exhibition that, uh, that's going to be in December. So my studio, well, half of the studio seems to be covered in a dog that is just, rather than find himself a little corner of the studio, he just sprawls himself right in the middle. So you have to step over him. It's just like, what's wrong with you? Um, when he was smaller, it was it was fine because he wasn't taking up so much space. But from head to tail, and then from the, his back to his feet, it's just like, why are you taking up so much space? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he's looking at me now. Yeah, so I'm working on, for the exhibition that's coming up, it's looking at textiles, and I'm working on some uh, stitching techniques, and I'm using the borrow... Sh I always get this word shikisho i know that's not the right term but it's the borrow uh, japanese stitching but i'm incorporating other stitching and symbolization from africa and you know stitches that have inspired me and i'm really i'm really excited about that i'm excited about anything that i do that's creative because it really taps into that part of me that um that there's just so much I want to share creatively and I just love being able to um to share with you so I've been working on that steadily and it's coming together and I'm working intuitively around it so it will come together and yeah so that's it's those two things at the moment I've also I am also working online as I say I'm doing the videos I produce uh, two videos on my reality arts site each week I do the three podcast recordings each week and I do two videos on my creative gardener um, I'll leave a link to that because I'm I love being out in the garden and it's a good way of you know it's again my creative space and it's another room I was going to say it's another room in the house, but it's outside of the house, but it's another space that you can, I can just think, okay, this is what I want. I want to grow this here and I want yellow flowers. I've got yellow flowers all over the place. Um, yellow seems to be the uh, kind of main theme in the garden. I want to bring out some other colours as well. And um, I've got some pale pinks and... Uh, oh yeah, some whites from the moringa flowers. I've got about 40 moringa trees out there, all of you know a range of different sizes. So you can check out my creative gardener um, YouTube channel, and I also produce a creative gardener. It's a Patreon blog, and it's entirely free to go and look at the posts and that's where I post all the imagery that I take um, there's just so much that I, I didn't want to I wanted people to be able to see I wanted you to be able to be inspired and if you do then sign up to the patreon blog there are images that you'll be able to use for yourself for free and you just download them um, and yeah so that that's, that's some of the things that I'm doing I do work I was going to say I do, I do work on multiple multiple projects and 
that also helps with the drying time for some of them. Some of them, you know, you could just be, I don't like the dry heat that you would then use a, you know, a, what do they call it? A little, a heat gun, that's it. I don't use heat guns in my work. I just allow it to dry naturally. And so you have to be, you know, have something else that you can incorporate. Okay, so finally, Oh, the other thing that I've got coming up is um, I, I did tell you for Creating Faith on Monday, we've got a art journal weekly art journal page and a monthly art journal. We're going to make a, an art journal or finish an art journal. I've got art journals that are just like, you know, I've started it and it's just like we're just going to be finishing stuff. And so... Um, We've got a theme for the month. We've got a theme for that particular week and um, a word for that particular week. And I'm just going to be some of the journals I will be finishing and adding to some of them I'll make from scratch. And it's just about you finding your creative supplies and utilizing them and making the most of them and not necessarily having to go out and buy new stuff. But as I say, use what you have look through prepare yourself the week before so that you know you're just going to write put it in a bag and you're not going to get up and get anything else that's what I do sometimes I've got things in bags and I say right I'm going to use the contents of this and this is all I'm going to use and I might add some cardboard or I might add some other things but um that just helps you that frees you up a bit so for the art journal tips today here here they are so do not do not be afraid do not be afraid to work in more than one art journal as i say i've got loads of art journals that i've made over time i'm not the kind of person that makes an art journal finishes that and then goes on to make another it's about how you're feeling how am i feeling do i feel like working in a small art journal do i feel like working um in a larger art journal they vary it depends on how i feel and the ones though i'm going to be making over it will be a course of the year i guess yeah 12 different art journals will be the chunky kind unless i am inspired to specifically make a big one a bigger one um, but I like the chunky size journals and most of the, you know, the, the, the papers and the cards that I have will be utilizing those, those over time. Um, mm, what else? And some of them may be a bit smaller, but again, they're just kind of like, you know, little, little tasters and, um, you can, you can, if you want to, you know, decide to have a journal for a different project, each different project. Like for the Creating Faith one, we'll be making the art journal. And then what I want you to do is for that month, be working through it. And, you know, for, for every Monday of that month, you will get a different word. And I will create a video of me making you know, doing an art journal page just to really kind of give you some inspiration. And it's really just going to be a short, you know, short art journal video that will kind of, um, 
it's reminding you that sometimes you only have a short time. So what do you, what are you going to do? You know, don't allow just having 10 minutes to say, right, I'm, I can't be bothered to do anything because it's, there's no point. There is always a point. And those 10 minutes add up by the end of the week, you've got what over an hour. So number two, don't be too, um, don't, I was going to say before I come to number two, but, um, you know, don't be too restrictive with yourself. You know, there's nothing wrong with having more than one art journal, unless you're, no, we're not even going to go there. As far as I'm concerned, you've got it from me. If you need to say, Amanda said, there's nothing wrong with working in more than one art journal. And you can always go back and then they always stay alive. Like, so I've got some that are half filled and, you know, the ones that I've now started writing in, they usually get filled right to the end. But some of the arty ones that I had where I was just doing a page, a word or whatever, I would, you know, depending on the size or, you know, whether I was working with fabric or, you know, whether I was working with paper. So number two, don't compare your journal to others. You might go on Pinterest and look for inspiration. Just do that. Just look at what what you can see of that particular art journal that is speaking to you. And maybe you can incorporate it in your own work. Number three, give yourself time to play in your art journal. You will appreciate it more. Now, that's one of the reasons why for the creating in faith one we make one and then you spend a month working in it and it's not to say you can't work in others but for i want you to spend at least five ten minutes in the journal that you've made each day and then at the end of the month you know you can look back and and see whether you did all the pages or whether you just want to add color to the pages and um, maybe even have a party about getting through working in that particular journal. Number four, think about think about making or buying a travel journal for when you move around with a few supplies that you can take out and use wherever you are. Now, I said buying um, because some people, you know, you might see something that you think, oh yeah, I'd love to take that on holiday and it just fits, but you can make it as well. Yeah. So think about making it and hopefully again, after all of these, after the 12 months of making each month an art journal, you'll be able to, you know, whenever at the drop of a hat, you can make one if you want, make it to whatever size you want, put the kind of papers in you want because you've got more flexibility when you make it yourself. And there's loads of, you know, YouTube videos on making art videos, sorry, art, um, art journals. So look on, look on my channel first. <laughs> and, and then, you know, for inspiration, you know, check out, you can check out, um, Kiala Gibhand does, she's an, a, a book binder. So she did, uh, a project where she did a, I think it was a weekly art journal. Um, but she's got loads of different types of art journals. I just make the kind of general one, either the heat bound ones or the simple stitch through all of the pages or, you know, making with several signatures. I don't use all the fancy, the binding things on the outside or whatever. So I just make the kind of general ones. Number five, 
see your art journal as an extension that you can take anywhere. This takes the fear about using it. So don't like say to yourself, oh no, I can't, you know, I can't put this in my bag. You know, you can put it in a protective wrapping or depending on what kind of journal you've made. I like the journals where, yeah, you know, just grab and go and I'll put it in there and I can just whip it out when I want and um, work, work on it. I, I made a really nice one for myself when I visited uh, my family recently and it was just like 40 pages and I just kind of spent time just working through it, playing with the watercolour kit that I had, that I hadn't used for a long time, quite a few years. And then I was doing watercolours of the, my favourite fruit, like persimmons and this pale de sal melon, it's this melon, um, it's beautiful, beautiful and sweet, uh, the Matisse melon as well. Um, what else? Donut peaches, all the different kinds of fruit that I, I really love, especially when you go to London, you know, you buy them in abundance. And pomegranates, the deep red coloured pomegranates. So uh, that's what I was using my um, art journal to do. And number six, do not be afraid to make a mistake in your art journal. And let me tell you, there are no mistakes. You might get a splodge of paint on a page make something out of it or use it like to dip your, your brush in and use it in other places and then you know do a doodle on that spot there are no mistakes get rid of the rubber you know i don't want you drawing in there or writing in there and then like having to rub it out this is your place to to play so any marks you make in it need was supposed to be there so don't see it as oh my gosh you know um Oh, I've ruined it now. There is no ruining anything. There is just play. There is being creative. There is allowing yourself to be creative. There is showing up. There is working through the bits that feel difficult or hard. And yeah, there is just having fun in your journal. So I hope, I don't want to go on for too much longer. I hope that you got something out of those six tips and you know you can look back at some of the other tips over the previous months where you can um, think about some of those things think about the um, joining me on my platforms and I hope that you're able to look at some of the events that are happening that you can maybe either join or you know join it via I don't know whether they're doing it online or whatever, but, um, or contact them, you know, um, sometimes it just it is literally for somebody to have their phone on and do a live stream. So, um, yeah, you might find something that you can actually incorporate and use in your creative practice. So I hope that has been useful. I'm so glad you joined me and I'm really chuffed that I managed to, get the podcast out today in good time and um, let me know what you're working on let me know how you're doing and if there's any anything you want to talk to me about you know connect with me I'll do the creative encourager where you are able to have two free 30 minute 
um, sessions with me if there's something you want to talk about creatively uh, some of the work that you're doing that you need maybe just to you know it's like you don't necessarily need somebody to say oh you should do this but it's just really talking through your thoughts so you've got an hour with me um, and you can split that up into two 30 minute sessions and I'll be glad to connect with you so take care for now and I look forward to seeing you on Friday where we are doing the inspirational shorts and yeah it's going to be a good it's going to be a good rest of the month so take care for now and i will see you soon you're listening to reality arts helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents thank you for listening to this week's podcast you can check me out on my blog or youtube channel for more creative insights videos and reviews stay blessed and be a blessing